Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. I'm welcoming in the studio right now Dean Carroll, who is the general manager of Mumbrella Asia, along with Neil Humphreys. Uh, Dean, good morning. Welcome. Great to have you here today. Good morning, Glenn. Great to be here. Yeah. Now, we have to talk about the Mumbrella Asia 360, 360 Asia conference that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Tell us... Um, What's going on with that? Yes, so uh, it's our big conference, our flagship conference, and we're trade press for the media and marketing world. Yeah. So it's a big coming together across three days. It's thought leadership. It's local, regional, global CEOs, CMOs, so C-suite speakers and C-suite delegates, really. And it just touches on doing your job better as a, if you're in the media and marketing world. And, and, you know, the learnings that you get from these great people, we've got people flying in from New York and London to speak and yeah. all over the world and, and, and we'll be the greatest people in Asia too. And it's really, it's one of the keynote events in Singapore for the media marketing industry. You know, you've got 150 speakers, you've got 75 sessions wow. across the three days, really interesting activation. So we've got a game show live on stage. Oh, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. Doing something a little different this year, huh? A little different. I mean, you, I think you were there last time, so you may have seen yeah. the lie detector test right. uh, session we did on stage, which was also <laughs> really media, interesting. In the media and marketing industry, that I'm sure the needle was going to the right <laughs> quite a bit. But Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was a pretty anxious uh, 45 five minutes for some people, I think. But, now, uh, this is happening the 5th uh, through the 7th of November, so not this coming week, but a week after. Absolutely. And uh, tickets are still available and all that if someone's in the industry and they, they want to go and visit. They uh, are indeed. Yeah. And, you know, it, as, as it is specialized in the media and marketing industry, that will be the main focus of people. Yeah. But given that you've got global brands like Mars, like Procter & Gramble, Unilever, yeah. um, as well as new players like Twitch, um, Vayner Media, and so on, and even TikTok, um, yeah, great. There will be general kind of transferable thought leadership that goes across the business industry. So sure. I know your your read, your viewership or listener, listeners are really broader yeah. um, business people. But, yeah. um, so they may well find value in it, even if they're not from that world. Yeah, with Dean Carroll in the studio today, general manager at Mumbrella Asia, and of course, Neil Humphreys uh, with us as well. Yeah, I'm fascinated, Dean, to hear in Mumbrella Asia's progress, because I, I read your stories with interest, keen interest, because I like your stories on the media, which we'll touch on later. But maybe for the benefit of our listeners, just tell me, because it's been a big success story, how Mumbrella Asia set up in Singapore and how rapidly it's expanded. Yes. Well, I mean, we've really followed the blueprint that's been really successful for us in Australia, where Mumbrella's 10 years old. It's the market leader by a long way. We do 20 conferences a year and the biggest awards show for the industry in, in Australia. And we're kind of following that blueprint here with some adaptations um, for the local market. And I've been here about three years now. And in that time, we've kind of expanded our events portfolio, built our team and built a proper business, really. And it's really gained traction. And, you know, we kind of see ourselves as the critical friend to the media and marketing industry, which means, you know, we tell it the way it is. And, and sometimes that's not always the most palatable thing for people to hear. But, you know, it's the only way the industry gets better. And we, we really believe in that wholeheartedly. And what sort of feedback do you get from these stories? Because I've seen some of your stories about, say, 
I don't know, um, the, the state of play in the media, the, the way the media has changed or not changed or certain campaigns. What sort of feedback do you get to your critical pieces, thought pieces? We get on the main positive feedback. The people that it tends to be about are not always the most happy at the time, but they, <laughs> they get over it. It's a know, very polite we, way to put we, it. We, we, try, we try to keep, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We try to keep the relationships intact and move on and, and, and go forwards. And actually, it's a learning experience for everyone, mm. you know, for us and, and for the people that, that we're writing about. There does tend to be two camps, you know, those that are progressives and see that the industry is, you know, either in transition at, at best or managed decline at worst. And, you know, the next iteration of the industry is going to look very different from mm. what is there mm. now. And there are people that engage with that. And that's what we're all about and how you do your job better and how you future proof yourself. Of course, there are people who, you know, their interest is to, um, you know, cultivate the status quo and engage in that managed decline and, and, and get what they can from it, you know, while the ship goes down. But that that's, you know, we're, we're trying to win over that crowd too. And did you come <laughs> here straight from uh, England or was you in Australia for a while? I did my first four months with Mumbrella at the Australia HQ. That's yeah. what I was going to ask you. Yeah. How was it a learning curve for you? I mean, how is the media industry here different or similar to Australia and the UK, media and marketing industries? That's a really interesting question. Really, really interesting. I would say that in Australia, it's a much more insular market or inward looking market. Yeah. Singapore is much more globalist and much more open for business to the world, whereas Australia is kind of almost self-contained. But Australia has a fantastic talent pool and the people that are there are, are doing fantastic things and punching above their weight. And, you know, if you look at the agency world, for example, the Australian um, agencies, media and creative, are among the best in the world. And it's, you know, such a small market and they're kind of in the top 10 or mm. even top five of the world. So that's quite amazing. Um, mm. Here, it's much more... Um, the agency world is much more technology focused and they're definitely ahead of the game in, in that regard. As to media, it's obviously a very different landscape and, you know, there are red lines that you cannot cross. And, you know, as someone who also worked in Dubai previously, I, it's not the first market of, of, of that kind that I've worked in where, you know, there are certain lines you cannot cross. Mm. Luckily for us, you know, we're media and marketing trade press, so we're not... We're not writing about politics, so mm. we, you know, we, we, we don't really come anywhere near those red lines. But sure. it's definitely a more difficult place to be a journalist, I would say, here than, than it is sure. in Australia. Sure. With Dean Carroll, General Manager of Mumbrella Asia, and talking, uh, among other things, about the Mumbrella 360 Asia conference coming up. And Dean, what are, you, know, you mentioned about the, the differences between here and Australia. And of course, there are, there, there's a lot of uh, flow back and forth with uh, uh, media professionals coming in from Australia, advertising people back and forth and, of course, from the U.S. and, and Europe. Um, where are the opportunities for the media industry, the advertising industry that are not being leveraged in Singapore that could be based on what you're seeing uh, from the people you've interviewed and just the landscape, the landscape that you see? You talk about some of the red lines and things, but mm. are, there, are there easy wins or are, is there low-hanging fruit that's not being leveraged well that could be uh, by, some, by some of the agencies, for example? You know, the, the bigger agency networks have already got 
they use Singapore as a hub for the, the APAC right. region and, and that works pretty well for them and, and those, those elements are already in place for them and long established and mm. they're able to you know, grow in China using Singapore as a hub or Japan or Korea or Indonesia or Malaysia. But what's really interesting about Singapore and really have seen it this year, it's come to life. So many new players are coming to this market to set up Mm. um, and have Singapore as their APAC hub. So setting up here, starting to do business here with a view to expanding across the APAC region. What are some of the exciting ones that you've seen? This year alone, you've seen the arrival of VaynerMedia, and that's Gary Vaynerchuk's um, uh, agency. You've seen S4 Capital come Mm. along. You've seen Supersun. Um, You know, there's been no end of people kind of parachuting in here and setting up camp, and and most of them are doing it in the right way, and they're doing really exciting things. So, and and as I mentioned earlier, you've got the likes of TikTok breaking out. You've got Twitch, which which is is here in Singapore Mm. now, which is huge and you know the millennial audience that they have is quite astonishing um, yeah. and they will definitely own some of the future so but, the, but this this market particularly is so small i mean it's mm. you know most advertising agencies will tell you singapore is frankly inconsequential mm-hmm. in terms of a, a b2c marketplace yes. and and at the same time having a lot of creative people here and and um, and agency people, it's a very expensive place to house staff, you know, versus, you know, being in India or Malaysia or Indonesia or anywhere else. So is there a dichotomy there between a lot of people are coming here and yet the market isn't a big market for them and yet it's an expensive place to be? Yeah, is that, absolutely. Does that, because to add to that, I've known yeah. uh, several sports media, which is a different thing, sports media companies set up in Singapore yeah. and fold within yeah. the five years yeah, they were here. Yeah. And they were Asia-Pacific hubs here, but they just couldn't sustain themselves here because office space was too much. Yeah. housing was too much and so on and so on yeah i mean there's a definite paradox there and and singapore alone is not enough of a big market for you know to to come out here and set up a a business alone you know but you've got to take the apac wide approach and there's definitely you know huge darwinian forces at work here it is expensive it's difficult to 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 get people in in terms of visas Mm. so it's not the easiest place to do business but the opportunity Opportunity is huge when you look at, you know, the regional potential from from this base. Um, But I'd say those that come here and and die in a pretty short space of time, and they definitely outnumber the ones that do Mm. it well and successfully, are kind of the ones that don't really offer anything new. Right. You know, if you've got a a really elevated product offering that's better than anything in the market Mm. or completely different to anything in the market – it looks like to me they're the ones that will, will have the longer life cycle. So as Glenn mentions then, as we know, there are a number of financial barriers and administrative barriers setting up in Singapore. And yet, as you mentioned, many still are. Mm-hmm. So what is it about Singapore that still makes it such a draw? Is it the stepping stone to China? You have an English but also Mandarin-speaking country here. Is that one of the elements? Or, uh, or ASEAN yeah. or, yep. you know, I mean, there's what, 600 million people within a six-hour flight from here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's definitely all of those things, yeah. all of the above, I'd say, you know, it's a stepping stone to China, but it's a stepping stone to Indonesia, to Malaysia, mm. to Japan. Thailand, to Korea. perhaps. Yeah, Thailand. Yeah. Thailand's an amazing market now, what, what's going on there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's what it's all about. It's, it's, it's not the easiest place to come, but the potential, if you get it right, is huge. And, you know, Singapore is much more on the map these days, you know, <laughs> sure. you know with the... Th- 
Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Um, you, you know, there are lots of TV shows being filmed here, not not just Singaporean, but globally. Yeah. It's, it's um, And what they've achieved here in the last 50 years, you know, in terms of the country, I mean, you go go yeah. to the marina and have a look around. You well, and the survey that was just out this week about, you know, Singapore being number one in terms of business friendliness and yeah, yeah. setting up businesses. I mean, those those things cannot be overlooked, right? Yeah, absolutely. If, if you can get here and get it right, it's a good place to do it business. It is, it is. And, yeah. you know, the, the Singaporean population is highly skilled, highly educated. The English language also really helps. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are there are many opportunities here. But you've got to be good, right, to to activate them. And just one thing that I'm I'm intrigued by. You mentioned that Australia punches above its weight, creatively yeah. speaking, yeah. Crea- creative ad agencies. This has been something that's often come up in Singapore. You know, the the perceived lack of creativity. How do you find that within creative ad agencies, marketing companies? Do you see a lag between this country and say, not even Australia, maybe Japan or other countries, or is it Singapore catching up, or is it just an unfair stereotype? Yeah, I think it's slightly unfair because mm. there is a, a there is a lot of great work mm. that goes on here. There's a lot of bad work too, um, you know. And like everywhere, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like everywhere. Um, but w- w- what's really interesting about Singapore creatively is there are there's a really strong independent scene. Mm. Um, so some of the local creative agencies, oh. the local creative shops in Singapore, yeah. are doing really interesting things and got a really interesting approach. And a lot of them are able to finance that because they've got um, government accounts as well. So it gives them that kind of financial freedom to explore things Mm. and push the boundaries. So the independent scene is really, really healthy here. And the networks here are established, you know, so, so I'd I'd say, you know, it's not fair to say that you know, Singapore is not a creative hub. I think it definitely is. And I'm going to, as you often write some very good hard-hitting pieces, I, I want to, I've just thought of a hard-hitting <laughs> controversial question. Yes. You know, I'm sure you're aware, I think you covered the Brownface saga recently, which mm. of course was a creative ad agency, which I think is sometimes emblematic of a, of a situation where nobody was either brave enough to put their hand up and say, I don't think we should publish this ad because of Brownface, because mm. of that. Is there an element of that here that sometimes... The, 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 the younger ones on the, the ladder that are afraid to challenge the bosses. There's an element here that we can't criticise the bosses, so therefore things get passed in the creative development process when maybe they shouldn't. Do you see that as a, a barrier here or just that was a one-off? Uh, I think deference can be a problem. That's the word I was yeah, looking for, def- deference. Def- yeah. Definitely in the larger organisations, the larger mm-hmm. networks. I mean, the one you're referring to it was, was Habas and... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really interesting case because uh, it, caused, it caused a real storm, um, as you alluded to. And, um, you know, Havas apologised. Government ministers were making public speeches about it. it, it you know, it really did upset people. Um, um, you know, interestingly, the, the CCO um, at the time, Valerie Madon, has, has just gone to another agency, VML YNR. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I think, you know, there was a slight concern that um, Val was responsible for it. Um, whether she knew about it or not, we don't know because the volume of work going out the door is so big. Yeah, um, right. And she was chairman as well as being CC. Now, my uh, issue with that was more, you, you probably had at least 20 pairs of eyes, I imagine, would have seen it mm. from inception to publication. 
and you do wonder if other countries that might have been stopped a little bit earlier. And it comes back to that deference issue again, doesn't it? That all those potential checks mm, didn't come into play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll never know really what happened because we, we can't see behind of the course. curtain um, and how many filters it went through or not, you mm. know. But I, I would say that, you know, this market is not the only place where that happens. Of course, we it happens have everywhere brown face and black face yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, incidents Absolutely. all around the world all, mm. all the time. Mm. It's really sad. I think the only positive from these episodes is that you would hope that, you know, particularly when it causes such an uproar as this one mm. did, it doesn't happen again yeah, here. Yeah, um, fascinating. Yeah. Dean, one last, uh, one last mention here, uh, of course, talking with Dean Carroll, the general manager of Umbrella Asia, uh, about the Umbrella 360 Asia conference coming up uh, at MBS, uh, the 5th to the 7th of November. And as I'm looking through these 150 speakers you have, it, it is very uh, surprising, well, not surprising, notable to me, the percentage of women that you have. Mm-hmm. There is not going to be a whole lot of mammals happening, I think, at your conference, and as it should be. The rise of, of really qualified um, female speakers in this space seems to finally be catching on. Is that, was that a conscious decision on your part in terms of putting this, um, this conference together? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of by design, but also organic. Um, so, you know, um, we have certain criteria because we have a call for sessions where anybody in the industry can put forward ideas for mm. sessions and speakers. Mm-hmm. And the best of those we run at the event. Um, but we have really strict ki- criteria around those. So, you know, they can't be sales pitches. Right. Um, they can't be all male panels or manals, as, as you put it. <laughs> I like that word. That's the first time I've heard it. It's a good word. It is a good it's word. It's very apropos, um, isn't it? Especially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, last time we did this, this event, 362 years ago, the, the submissions that we got in the call for sessions were mainly male-focused, and yeah. we really had to work hard to adjust the balance there. Yeah. And, and, but this, this time, I'm pleased to say that, you know, the submissions were really balanced. If anything, there were more women than men. Hmm. There are women in great positions here in our industry doing great things. And, you know, the speakers that I'm most excited about on the program are actually women. So, yeah, no, it's, awesome. it's a really good progression. Uh, and hopefully that represents a changing industry. Yeah. And where can people find more information about the conference? Uh, so go back, go to our website, mumbrella.asia, um, and you'll be able to click on the, the event website and see all the details and buy your tickets. Awesome. <laughs> Dean Carroll, General Manager of Mumbrella Asia. Thanks so much for coming on Weekend Mornings. My pleasure. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.